From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Align Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. Wake up. Start getting aligned with the truth. And the truth is ultra simple. There is a way. I actually told this to a friend of mine who has a very serious court case coming up. And we were talking about this Breslev custom of not speaking on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of time because the world was created for man and it's Adam's birthday. Everything begins with Rosh Hashanah. What does it mean that everything begins? Time, space, man, it all starts in Rosh Hashanah. These three big entities, time, space, and man. In order for this to happen, Hashem would have to go from his infinite, brilliant, expansive light where nothing else exists, and he would have to constrict himself and put himself into time and space and create man. That's called a tzimtzum, constriction. What was his purpose? To do good, share his godliness with man. And he came up with a very nice parable. But before we go into the parable, I want, to, I want to bring up a question. Why all of a sudden is this benevolent God who created the world making the day of judgment on the first day of creation? After all, he created the world to do good. doesn't make sense. Here lies the secret of why the Jewish people, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, dress in white and are happy and eat all kinds of nice food. When normally anybody else that would have a court case, the medrash says they would dress in black, they would be shaking, be uptight, fasting. So what's the parable? So the Zaydi gets down on the floor, calls his grandson, and his grandson says, Zaydi, I just got a new tablet. I, I, I'm, I'm busy. When we tell Hashem we have our own agenda, that game becomes the day of judgment. And really, all we got to do was get down on the floor and play with our Zaydi. And I told my friend who had a court case another parable. Can you imagine if the judge, a couple of days before your court case, would give you the script? He would tell you not only the questions they're going to ask you. The judge would tell you exactly how to answer the prosecuting attorney. Word for word, all you have to do is say these words. I said to my friend, this is the reason we don't speak a lot on Rosh Hashanah. We got the script. We got everything in front of us. Malchios, kingships, the psukim, the verses that we have to say. Zichronos, all of the things we have to remind the Shem about, the binding of Isaac, shofros, the giving of the Torah, the shofar of the, that will be sounded in the days of the redemption. All of it's right there to script. And you want to know something? It's even deeper than that. Because the Jewish people got the script for life. They got 613 boxes, presence of God's will. He told us everything. He told us how to push his buttons. He told us how to make him happy. All we got to do is play the game. Get on the floor and play with the Zadie. And then the day of judgment turns into a festival. And that's why we go to Tzadikim for Rosh Hashanah. Because they know the secret. The secret of the present moment. Be there with your creator. Play with him. Connect with him. 
be with it. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about the past. That's what Yom Kippur is all about. Yom Kippur is, are you going to define yourself with what you were last year? Or are you going to believe that you are a holy, happy, healthy soul and that you have the potential right now in this glorious day that Hashem created? It's His day. He created a lot of days, but one of them is His. It's Yom Kippur. We talked about how Rosh Hashanah is above time because it's the beginning of time. Well, it says clearly in other places that Yom Kippur is above time. You have the holiest man, the Kohen Godol, going into the holiest place, the Holy of Holies. On the holiest day, Yom Kippur, Yom HaKadosh, these three holies meeting together, it's above time. Wait a second, which day is above time? Both of them, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, are above time. Both of them. Because Reb Nachman says in the Kutimaran, a day that a person does tshuva, meaning he turns around and meets Hashem in that point, it's above time. Because above time really means in the present moment. But what's the difference between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? Are they the same? Definitely not. What's the difference? We can say that Rosh Hashanah is the aspect of Moshe, the tzaddik, and Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol, is Aaron, the high priest, which is really the Baal Tshuva, the student of the tzaddik. And this is what Rav Nassim says, that in Rosh Hashanah three books are opened up. The book of the tzaddikim, where the tzaddik is immediately inscribed for life. The not-so-ayayis, the wicked people, immediately to the other side. And then there's something called the Benoni, the people who are in between. They wait for Yom Kippur. What's it all about? Is that Rav Nachman said, my whole thing is Rosh Hashanah. He spent four hours in Shimon Esri on the first night, and he says the reason he took so long was because he was doing on the first night what everybody else is doing for the whole month. And he says, those that come to me, I take them right away and sweeten all the judgments on them. And that's why there's such a big joy of going to Rav Nachman for Rosh Hashanah. But Rav Nelson says, my holiday is Yom Kippur. He's the aspect of the Baal Tshuva. And that's also an aspect where there's the Holy of Holies, the foundation stone, the Secha Kolel, is where a person does the same thing, but after a process of 10 days of turning around and connecting with Hashem. It's also an aspect of above time. Are you going to define yourself with who you were previously when you transgressed? Or are you going to believe in the power of your true essence, which is your soul, which is holy, happy, and healthy? It's from that place that a person repents, because that's your true essence. And on Yom Kippur, what we're essentially saying is, what I did before was not really me. You say to the judge, I was crazy then. And now I'm plugging into the essence of who I really am. Who am I? I want to do your will. I want to meet you. And the day to do it is Yom Kippur. And that's why Yom Kippur is above time. On Rosh Hashanah, we do not mention our transgressions because there's no reason to mention transgressions. We're reading the script as it is. That's all we got to do. Don't talk. Don't mention your transgressions. On Yom Kippur, yes, we're saying, I did that. But guess what? I'm embarrassed. It wasn't me. The real me is here with you right now, dressed in white. 
And I know that the world is complicated. I know that bad things happen to people. But the bottom line is God is good. Shema Yisrael. That's how we end Yom Kippur. Shema Yisrael. Shem Elokeinu. Shem Echad. Shem is one. Ultimately simple. Ultimately everything is from God. He's the cause of all causes. He did not create the world to judge us. He created the world to do good and to meet us in that place. And our attitude is everything. God is good. It's going to be okay. We're going to turn all of this. We're going to take all the transgressions and transmute it. And that's what it means when a person does tshuva mi'ava, when he repents from love, then all the trash turns into gold. All the transgressions turn into mitzvahs. That's a wonderful concept. I'm going to turn my past into an amazing now. And when am I going to do it? Right now, Yom Kippur. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.